Hello, listeners. Welcome to Sound in Silence, a podcast giving voice to sound and the somewhat silence in between. As always, I'm your host, Sean Penalber, and with us today we have... Mad Wit. Mad Wit. So, Mad, what is your experience with sound? Um, it... Well, I'm definitely sensitive to it. Mm-hmm. Um, in what way? Sometimes I get, like, like uh, over-saturation or, like, even if it's just in day-to-day stuff, like, sometimes I feel, like, a little overloaded with sounds. I actually, like... Okay. Overstimulated? I, overstimulated, yeah. yeah. Um, and it gets a little overwhelming sometimes. And I think it's funny. It's, like, being somebody that is in a lot of loud environments, it's, like, when I'm not... Like at the gig or et cetera, like I spend a lot of time in silence because it kind of helps me like balance out. Yeah, balance out. We all need ear breaks, you know, but there's like a calm sometimes that I just need and I can be really sensitive to like sudden sounds and Mm -hmm. things like that that are like I'm very jumpy. I'm definitely the bandmate that like needs a warning before that snare check, you know, or it's like, (laughs) I'm like, whoa, oh my goodness. (laughs) Or the feedback in the mics. It could be, yeah, it could yeah. be that. It could, so uh, I get a little jumpy sometimes, <laughs> but I, I think, yeah. What is your experience with music? Mm, I've definitely always been drawn to it and around it since I was really little. Um, and it felt like it always felt like a safe space, if that makes sense. Like music... And my relationship with music in itself. And, you know, it started off whenever I was really little, like my first real connection. Well, my dad would play the Beatles in my, like on my mom's uh, baby bump. Oh, (laughs) wow. He's like a diehard Beatles fan for sure. So like even coming out of the womb, just hearing that kind of stuff all the time. He's also a musician too. And, um, but I remember the first time that I really like felt moved and stunned was I was at um, I was at like a kids kingdom church, like Sunday school thing. And mm-hmm. I think I was like three uh-huh. and there was this, like, it was during the like praise and worship part, but with the kids and I guess one of the adults that was at the Sunday school, um, she was a really awesome gospel singer. <laughs> and so I don't remember who this woman was. She was just there helping with the kids that day at church and like her, just her voice was like so moving to me and I was like I want to do that (laughs) (laughs) and I like just felt this like call to my soul and then uh, I think that's what really started me singing because that's where I started first Mm -hmm. with music and um and what's been weird with like the COVID stuff is like you know there is a period of I feel like I'm coming back or like reestablishing my relationship with music now because I felt kind of distant from it for over the past couple of years because you've done it more live then yeah yeah and that was always like imagining when i would write songs like imagining what it would sound like live yeah in a live setting you know or how it would be interpreted or anything like that and so i got to this point where i was uh like well like how am i supposed to write songs if i can't play them in front of people i mean i could do like the streaming stuff or like the video it's not the same it's not it's not the same i need those like those those frequencies need to like touch, like 
like make actual physical contact with the people in the room or with me, you know, or my bandmates or whatever. It's just it's hard. I've like always been very tactile like that. You yeah, know? it's a different experience. I completely agree. Yeah. So there's, I, I've been, I'm starting to like play guitar more again and, you know, I've been playing with Sailor Poon, so that's been good. But as far as like my own personal, like cr- creative like relationship with music has been kind of weird, but I feel like I went through a lot of healing so now I'm like, hey, buddy, how you doing, guitar? Yeah. Oh, I know how to do this. And anyways, doesn't music doesn't hold grudges. It's not mad at yeah. me that I had to walk away for a minute. <laughs> it's like philosophy. Sometimes you need to take those breaks and just gather everything. And then once you come back, it's like, here we go. Yeah. Uh, so what does sound mean to you? Wiggly air. <laughs> <laughs> Very literal yeah. <laughs> uh, response. <laughs> what does sound mean? Yeah. Um, I'm grateful for it. Um, but I also recently went through a little bit of hearing, like, I don't know if it's semi-permanent hearing loss, but I recently had an incident. I was in a place way too loud, and I didn't know that that's where Oof. I was going to be. Too loud and too small. Uh-huh. And then since then, you know, I've been like, is everybody just mumbling a lot? Or like some people are just natural like mumblers and low talkers, which yeah. is totally fine. Um, Until you start becoming deaf, and then it's just like what? Like, what? what? And what? I've like since I was little, I've kind of I I really like languages. I think that like learning different languages is really cool. I you know so since I was small, I've always kind of gradu- gra- uh, gravitated toward that type of like knowledge or like that like those were just interests for me. So when I was little, I like started learning sign language just because I saw posters like around oh, my good. school. Mm-hmm. And then I recently had a student um, that used ASL to American Sign Language to mm-hmm. um, to communicate because he was a partially verbal person. Okay. And so and you know ways to communicate with him like he could he was still a hearing person he loved to dance but we would like sign songs or like i would sign like the c major scale on the piano i'd be like c d e f g a b c and like i would do it with him and it was easier to kind of give him i don't want to use the word commands but you know what i mean it was easier to, to direct him with sign translate yeah in a way yeah yeah but uh, he would watch tv like in spanish and in english you know and so but also use sign too so in the in the home you know it was like i'm speaking spanish with his mother who's a primary spanish speaker and then i'm speaking in english and in spanish and in as and sign language with the student and it was like whoa what's going on but for like whatever reason going back to the my own personal somewhat hearing loss issue. I'm like, okay, maybe I'm just preparing myself. Like, oh. and I don't realize that that's what I'm just like, that's what I'm doing. It's, it's a synchronicity kind of, yeah, yeah, for the future. For, you know, maybe whenever I'm like 70, if I make it that oh. long, you I've know, been, like. I've been thinking <laughs> of the same thing because uh, over the past year or so, my right ear is, it is definitely declining. Like, if I close my left ear, it, yeah, it, I can There's tell. There's a difference. An audible difference. <laughs> Uh, and I feel it as well. It's like my ears like over exerting itself or something. Um, but I wish I was multilinguistic. Uh, I've tried Spanish many, many times, and I know some of it. But I'll go back to it. I feel ASL like it's definitely. Definitely easier for me than like French. French is really hard. Oh yeah, I'm not good at French. French is insane. <laughs> just like just yeah. Uh, but back to ASL. Have you seen Coda yet? Coda. Yeah, the movie. Uh, like like a. 
C-O-D-A. C-O-D-A. I have not. Check it. Uh, I think you would really enjoy it. Okay. It is a really good movie. Um, but moving on, what does music mean to you? You know, I think that music is so cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was doing Heck this. Yeah. Uh, so whenever I was like really kind of understanding the like or understanding the fundamentals of like music theory and things like that, and when I started to really understand that it wasn't just sounds and like it's fun to dance to, it, I can connect with it on a, on an emotional level. Just, you know, with different experiences and moods and things like that. But, like, so that's great, right? But whenever you go down to, like, the theory and the math of it, mm-hmm. you're like, dang, we, all we did was just put names on this stuff. This was already existing naturally, you know? I mean, birds are shredding out there. Yeah. Like, you ever listen to... <laughs> you ever listen to birds sing and you imagine... For a while I was doing this, I would imagine... It as if it was like guitar riffs, and I was just like, "Don't shred." That'd be legit. Uh, it makes me think of just like taking bird calls and like putting effects on them, you know, and like, or uh, there's this one band I cannot remember what they're called, but their lead singer is a parrot. What? Yeah, uh, I cannot remember what it's called, and it leads me to another band where the two lead singers are pit bulls. And they just do like hard rock metal, and the bulls, uh, they just bark. Okay, you know? so, so after this podcast, we're going to have to go we're to YouTube. We're going to have to look them up, yeah. Because <laughs> I cannot remember what they're called. <laughs> we're going to have to go down a, a YouTube uh, vortex for a minute. <laughs> um, so what it means to me, I guess, going back to the question, you know, is like, it definitely is a really humbling experience, because if these frequencies are already taking place in these combinations, right, are already, like, naturally occurring, and then I can use them as a tool, you know, for my own self-expression, but also to connect with other people and going back to, like, languages and things like that, which is another reason why I, mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. that kind of thing so much is because the more people that you can, con- like, communicate with or reach, the more connection there is. Or resonate with. Yeah. Yeah. So... You know, a lot of good can come from all that. So, I agree. Yeah, it kind of also shows me that I'm just like reminds me that I'm still small too. Like, just I'm just one little life form here. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what it means to be in a nutshell. <laughs> Help! I'm in a nutshell. <laughs> I'm in a nutshell. How do I get into this nutshell? <laughs> Austin Powers for the win. Uh, what do you hear right now? The AC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Each other. Each other. My breath. My breathing. Mm-hmm. I feel like to I focus on breathing a lot. I think I hear your fridge, but it could also just be the AC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you hear it. Yeah. Make a sound. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Make sounds. Make sounds. Make a sound that you believe only you could produce. 
first one. (laughs) 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 Those are my sounds. Make a cool sound. That was cool. Uh, Make a not cool sound. (laughs) I'm a child. (laughs) Speak gibberish. Sing a note. A high pitch? A low pitch? Sing what you think is a B flat. Uh, okay, that wasn't the note. <laughs> no, it's because I'm trying to reference a song. <laughs> this is the hardest part. I love this part. Maybe that? That? Okay. I guess. Sing a string of notes. Improvise a lyricless song. A lyricless song? Mm-hmm. Great. Good. Uh, how much, how, how many parts of this song are there? Is this like the chorus part? Uh, it's just, I kind of put it all together at random parts. It's kind of uh, less a song and more of a collection of moments. Riffin things I do. Lyricless. <laughs> 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 that was good. No, I like the <laughs> uh, Name something that makes a sound. Dogs. Make that sound. Yeah. Sound like dog yawns. Uh, yeah, that was good. But also, also, mom dog will go. <laughs> She's parking it. But Taters is more like bah, bah, bah. Um What is a sound that you enjoy? Synthesizers. Oh yeah. Laser sounds. Mm-hmm. I agree. There's nothing like it. Especially like some like lower warmer pitches with like you know, like that's fun. It's been such a sound of the future for so long. Like, it makes me think, like, what is next? Sounds of the future, yes. Uh, What is the sound that bothers you? People chewing with their mouths open. Mm. Um, And the sound of cardboard scraping against itself. Really? Yeah. That's unique. It really makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) And it, like, getting, like, no. 
Not a fan. Yeah, don't even think about it. Uh, drum on something. Can you beatbox? Yeah. I mean, drummers, whenever I work with drummers, they love it when I do this. Uh, we can just do a classic, like... That was perfect. Uh, imitate flatulence. Oh, I did that earlier. Mm-hmm. I'll try a different way. <laughs> Nothing like it. Uh, make a sound with your body without using your mouth. Okay, it's not my mouth. A sound with my body that's not my mouth. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, that works. That's good. Okay. Uh, make an animal call. You know what's funny? Uh, that is like the most. When I say make an animal call with like all of my guests, that's like the number one so far. Wow. And I wish I knew like the psychology behind that. You know what I mean? Like, I guess it's because it's such a common thing in our lives. I feel like. It's fine. I don't mind being a part of a group. It's fine. No, because I think <laughs> it's less, uh, you're not conforming to anything, you know what I mean? But oh, like, I didn't know, yeah. Yeah, you didn't know. I just think it's such a, uh, I wish I, you know, could like study like, why, why is this? Like, why are we, why is birds the most imitated thing? Uh, manipulate your voice. Such an open thing to say. It it depends on how to manipulate it, I guess. You know, it could really be just speaking, or it could, you know, just be a little song like this. I love the variety. That was good. Um, imitate someone, either a celebrity or someone you know, without revealing who it is. So, like, not using a famous quote or anything. You could. You just can't say who it is. Okay, I'll do the first thing I think of. (laughs) That's good. I can't. I wish I could be like James Earl Jones, and he doesn't. He's more like. Uh, <laughs> he's got such an insane <laughs> register yeah one time I was okay unrelated fact fun thing that happened one time and I do it is a gr- regret of mine actually is that I was at a Goodwill in Houston mm-hmm. um, and there was like a box set of cassette tapes of the Old Testament being read by James Earl Jones and I was like, okay, I know I've referenced church a few times. I am not a religious person. I was just raised in the church. Same. But 
at the same time, like, hell yeah, I want to hear James Earl Jones. Kind of, like, yeah. Like, the, I'll, I'll listen to that. I'll listen to him read God, anything. God, you know, for like, real. He could read an instruction manual, and I'd be like, oh, well, this and oven. on the seventh day. Set he... the instruction to uh, 450. <laughs> uh, name an instrument. A piccolo. Become that instrument. If I were a piccolo. <laughs> Oh, dang, that's hard. It's so high. It's such a high-pitched instrument. That was good. All right, now we're going to sit in silence for one minute. I should have turned my watch on. What did you hear and or experience? Okay. Um, I heard, as far as things I actually heard were like my dog's breathing, the ice cream truck that uh-huh. went by. That was classic. And then, you know, another thing I was thinking about or experiencing is like, you know, it's not like it's impossible for me to sit in silence for someone, with someone. You know, I mean, it feels, sometimes it feels a little longer like, it's interesting how we can experience time where, like, an hour can fly a bit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, another thing I was thinking about was, like, the last time I intentionally just sat in silence with somebody instead of sat in silence while I was being, like, distracted doing something else. And then it made me think about, like, why do I always have to... Not always. I shouldn't use that term. But um, it, it made me kind of go inward about like the productivity or like always having to do something or mm-hmm. focus on something in my mind instead of focusing on nothing or focusing on silence or whatever. Sometimes I have to do that and I'll just sit with myself and breathe because I love breathing exercises. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that particular moment, that was what I was experiencing. I was like, you know, maybe if this went like this usually would not, this would go by faster if I was doing this other thing. And it's I, like, I know what you mean. Do- it, I think it it's kind of the post effects of consumerism mm-hmm. of always having to like do something like we either we're either working or consuming mm-hmm. and so it's like I'm not working or consuming right now I'm just consuming this moment I'm just existing yeah, yeah. 
Which is definitely something that, like, I I think about a lot, and I have to really question, like, where certain, like, thoughts, feelings, expectations are coming from. Like, you know, who, where did I hear this before, and why is it on repeat in my mind as far as, like, things to work on, focus on, expectations, things mm-hmm. like that. So I have to remember, like, with the consumerism thing, like, you're either, like, consuming or you're producing it's like capital society you know talk that's capital society talking or my father or (laughs) whatever you know so anyways can you name an onomatopoeia pow clap snap whistle stomp uh give us a snare sound what kind of snare sound up to you. <laughs> There's a lot of different snare sounds. Yeah, you're right. With my voice? Oh, or your mouth, yeah. Well, uh... Or unless you have a snare, I guess. I don't have a snare here right yeah. now. Ka! Uh, kick drum? <laughs> Hi-hat? Cymbal. Can you think of another percussive sound? Like a woodblocks, I guess, of? or like claves. Mm-hmm. Or gosh, that's because uh, what I hear in my head is like the oh the uh, they're like different. I guess different types of it bells with an are a, like a, a ga- It's not a gave. It's something like that. I can't remember what it's called. I have one. Um, give us a drum solo with my mouth. Is there a significant sound that you can remember from the past? Yeah. Uh, the first one I thought of was scary, Uh, yeah, no, most of them are... Trauma! Yeah. That's another thing, like the animal call. It seems like that, recalling sound, it's usually a traumatic thing. So you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. Oh, um, I mean, there's other, there's plenty of other sounds. I don't know. Uh, yeah, let's move on. Uh, hum the... (laughs) (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. Hum the first song you can think of. Uh... Well, the weather outside is frightful, and the weather's still looking weathery. <laughs> weather outside is weather. Let it be, let it be, let it be. <laughs> uh, can you remember the first song that stood out to you? I'm trying to answer these things like as if I'm in improv class. You know what I mean? Like the first, like the yes and, like the yeah. first thing you think of is just that's the right answer. Either the first or the best. God. Whatever you land on. Uh, the one that's, that I remember being like a little girl in the car with my mom and hearing the like, I love you always forever near and far, closer together. <laughs> that song is such a classic. You got. 
my most beautiful blue eyes. Yes. Oh, man. I'm not going to lie. Uh, that's a comfort song. I'll put that on every once in a while. It gets stuck in my head. Yeah. I mean, I just remember, like, I liked that it was kind of like, it just felt like very pastel, floaty, Ethereal. glowy, yeah. you know, and I was like, ooh. And it's catchy. Like, super catchy. For real. Um, what is a sound that you think of a lot? Oh, Lord. That's hard, because uh, it's usually just a lot of drum fills in my head, or flashbacks of previous experiences in my life. Um, what's, what is it? What's the sound that's in my head a lot? Uh, what is the sound you think of a lot, yeah. It's usually, like, just, it's often drum parts on loop. Yeah. A lot of the time. Uh, I can relate. I can relate. Like, that's the, like, backing track to, like, everything else I'm thinking about. Yeah, and I, then, like, you know, sometimes you have a thought that just pops in or, you know, you see different things. But it's always like, and we're just like, what? I can completely <laughs> relate. There's so many times it's like, I'll be in conversation with a group of people. And I'm over here, like, drumming, like, either with my legs or in my head. And they're like, are and they're like, are you listening? He's like, oh man, I'm all about this conversation. It's just that like, I'm also adding drums to it. You know, like sorry, like <laughs> sometimes it's like vocal like runs and like and just like that on loop too. Yeah, it just it ver it definitely varies, but there's often some type of like riffy loop thing that's happening. Yeah, on a regular I completely <laughs> relate. I'm actually uh, my latest album is a collection of old riffs that I, like, used to just make on my vocaler. And so, like... Whoa, that sounds cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited <laughs> about it. Uh, so keep, an, uh, keep a lookout for that. It should be coming out soon. Um, what sound do you think you hear the most? Like, low-frequency hums, probably, from mm -hmm. electricity or... Mm, my dog licking her butt or <laughs> footsteps yeah uh, and it, wind oh yeah a lot of wind and it's been super windy lately too uh, is there a jingle or a song that gets stuck in your head a lot <sighs> yeah <laughs> there's a handful of them that are like <sighs> I'm scared to venture there because I don't want it to be stuck in my head. Yeah, you'll be there all day. Okay, we'll move on. No, no, no. It's okay. I mean, it's okay. Um, I won't sing it. Can I just say it? Yeah. Because Smash Mouth gets stuck in my head a lot. <laughs> or, you know... I just watched Shrek the other day. I love that movie. Or So another thing that is like when... Uh, like common things that people say in conversation that are the start of lyrics... Like when someone's like, you know, so it's been, and I go, yeah, it's been, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. gosh. Mm -hmm. And Ghostbusters. I ain't afraid of no ghost. Mm -mm. Busting makes me feel good. <laughs> uh, what is an album that you really enjoy? Dang, now I'm thinking about Jurassic Park, going back to the themes, and it's like, I hear, all right, that's fine. Um, John Williams in the background? <laughs> oh, yeah, often. <laughs> that's another thing, too, but I also... Just love to get lost in the cinema. 
Okay, so what was sorry? What was the next question? What is an album that you really enjoy? Oh, I love albums. Uh, can it just one? Or can I name a couple? Yeah, go. Okay, so I actually I really liked the the Ways Blood Titanic Rising album, like the full. I don't know if you've listened to it. It's a little bit more. It's like contemporary music that sounds kind of timeless, in my opinion. Really pretty vocals, harmonies, like like really soaring melodies, and um, and it's pretty. It's kind of sad, but I feel like it's really relevant to these times. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like a comfort album for me specifically. Um, but I also mm, even like going to pop world. You know, we actually kind of mentioned like the sounds of the future. Like mm-hmm. um, at the do you remember the beginning or it's like the second track of Random Access Memories that Daft Punk record? Uh. I think so. Are you talking about like the sounds of the sixties? The sounds. Oh, of the uh, yeah, uh, Giorgio by Marauder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everyone calls me Giorgio. Giorgio. <laughs> uh, every time I think about that album, it makes me so sad that it was received so poorly that Daft Punk was just like, "Okay, we're done." I thought that that was a great album. It's so good. Like it still slaps. Yeah. It's like twenty twenty two. You know, it came out a while ago, and like it's. You know, some people might be like, oh, it's kind of mainstream or kind of pop. Like, I love pop music. It's just the fan base was like, this isn't Daft Punk. This is using instruments and stuff. It's not all like feature. But it totally was. It was going both ways, you know? like I also love, like, the concept of taking electronic or, like, even, like, techno music and playing it with real instruments. Like, that's something that I actually am really into and want to do. But just, man, there's some really great drum drum parts in there. And the, like funk guitar like it's great yeah so fun yeah I agree I completely agree cool that's great (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad (laughs) what was the first album you owned or bought god well I was a 90s kid for sure um so it was probably Maybe in sync or Britney Spears, mm-hmm. but my dad would make me mixtapes. Like he would, oh, he would make me mixtapes, and especially just like Beatles compilations of like, yeah. like I said, he's a Beatles guy. Um, and he, you know, so I had access to those things just because I was around it, or my parents had it. But yeah, I think, I think it was either like a Britney Spears something or an In Sync something. Yeah, I would say the Insane one with the, the first one with the like, I think it was like white and then like a navy blue. Yeah, I, I had that, that album gold. as well. Mm-hmm. Being a '90s kid, uh, though I didn't have any Backstreet Boys albums, just that Insane album. Uh, though my first album was a Beatles One collection that I owned, but mm. the first one I bought was a, a Guns N' Roses Live album back at a Fye. Oh, wow. Uh, and uh, they didn't even card me. You know how you like couldn't buy adult stuff back then, like adult records and everything? Oh, wow, yeah. Oh, man, I got away with it. And I listened to that album so much. If it had the like parental consent yeah. thing on it, yeah. Uh, any specific sounds that you would like to make? <sighs> Did you hear mom snore? Mom dog snore? Uh-uh. Those are my sounds. Breathing. 
Uh, are there any sounds that you wish to say to our audience? Any sounds I would wish to say? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Like describing a sound? Anything you want like to say verbally? to anyone. Just talking. Anything you want to say to anyone out there? Or anything listening? Hey, uh, you're doing a great job today, mm-hmm. y'all. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. You're doing it right. Uh, what sound-related question would you ask the next guest? Um, what sound-related question? Mm-hmm. I guess, what is a comforting sound to them? Their go-to comforting sound or like coping sound? And Mark Hurtado, our last guest, asks you, what does a banjo sound like? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Mad, uh, you got any plugs that you'd like to give? Yeah. What's going on here? Plan with the with the poonies with Sailor Poon. I think our next show is at a May thirtieth at a like a showcase at Vegas. It's like a three day Hotel Vegas at like it's like a three day kind of festival. Like thing. in Vegas? No, at Hotel Vegas. Oh. Um, whenever yeah. I actually first moved to Austin, people were like, "Yeah, I'm going to Vegas tonight." I'm like, "Oh, sounds luxurious." I'll see you in a few days. <laughs> when are you getting back? It's like. Uh, just going to just going to a show real quick. I'm like, oh, that's okay, okay. That's great. I wish I could just hop on a plane and go at all the shows in different parts of the country or the world that I want to go see. No, it's a venue in Austin on the east side, <laughs> um, and so that's a thing. And then I am trying to get my band back together. Um, Madwit. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we should be able to start rehearsing in mid to late May. Oh, and hoping to start playing shows as a full band, maybe like August. Nice. And I think I booked a I booked a solo set at the parlor on May twenty first. At it's like a matinee like day show. Ooh. Like it goes from like four to six. It's like me and a couple other people. And um, actually, so I work for Girls Rock Austin. Yeah. And uh, so it's a local nonprofit where we. Um, empower girls, transgender, expansive youth with uh, a musical focus. Mm-hmm. And so for that May 21st show that I'm doing at the parlor, there is a daughter-mother band. And the daughter is a camper with us. Like, she's come to our camps in the past. And she plays drums. And her mom plays guitar. And that's it's legit. like oh, rock man, and that's roll. legit. It's really cool. <laughs> Family band. Man, yeah. I'm jealous. I'm not going to lie. That's pretty cute. Yeah, so we have, we're going to be able to do um, in-person camp this summer. It's going to be our first one back. Oh, legit. Like For like two years, I'm mm-hmm. guessing, yeah. Yeah, because we had to go to Virtual World and it was... It was a lot. Uh, but we actually, like, as an organization, like, really grew, like... Uh, you know, like at, like with our programs, but also like 
on an individual level and grew closer together. So that was cool. But I'm excited to like be able to go into the practice rooms and like, you know, what's up, kids? Show me your riff. Yeah, live live music. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Where can people follow support you? Uh, they can follow my band's pages. Yeah. Um, Mad Wit Official is my band. It's uh, underscores in between, and it's W-H-I-T, so Mad underscore Wit, W-H-I-T underscore official. And then Sailor Poon Band, uh, is that's that handle, and then Girls Rock ATX. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Venmo, PayPal, Cash App? Oh, yeah. I'll take that. Uh, <laughs> my Venmo is mad underscore H-A-U-S. Madhouse. Madhouse. Um, or saywit now at gmail.com for the PayPal. W-H-I-T. Awesome. Well, Matt, thanks for being on. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for having me. Absolutely. I didn't know that this was going to be kind of like a, a theater exercise as Yeah, well. a little bit. A it kind of is. Exercise. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, and thank you all for listening. Thank you. Take care. Mad wit. Could really be just speaking, or it could, you know, just be a little song like this.
You know, it could really be just speaking, or it could, you know, just be a little song like this. <laughs> Little, 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 little